1: Hello everyone and welcome to An Axe to Grind. My name is Chris Gary with Channel 7 and on the line we have Trevor the Axe Gilmister, a Broncos Premiership winner. Gilly, how disappointing was seeing that Broncos performance yesterday?
2: Yeah, mate, uh, yeah, a uh, bit baffling. I, 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 I thought it was going to be a bit closer than uh, people said. You know, they, they said the Broncos were red hot favourites but I, I thought the Dragons were, um, you yeah. know, Big chance of winning, mate. But I didn't see that scoreline coming. Um, Had no idea on that. So uh, I'd say the boys would be very very disappointed today.
1: And it's something to me that we've spoken about before a few times here. And as much as we all talk about the halves, but Brisbane's um, ruck defence, geez, they just allow such quick play the balls.
2: Yeah, I've noticed. uh, You're right. uh, Yeah, the halves can't do much about that. yeah, I, I, I think they're just a bit passive in defence. You know, their line speed needs to, you know, with that, I mean, they need to get off their line a lot quicker. Uh, you know, then they can steady up as they get there. I, I, I always thought this the last couple of years that Broncos have been fairly passive in defence. You know I mean? So they've, they've been um, pretty like their scrambling defence has been you know, pretty good um, you know, for the last couple of years but I just think they've been just a bit too passive in their line speed you know what I mean so um,
1: and so just for the to... for the layman's that means they're just holding back and, and they're not moving up fast
2: yeah yeah so I mean when you've got a good line speed it means just you're getting off your line as quick as you can for the first three or four metres and then you steady up and then uh, when the, the, the attack comes to you you can steady up a little bit more just before you get to them and, uh, then you can still put a uh, good, good tackle in. So, but if you're just slow off your line, it's, yeah, just gives them gives them a bit more momentum when they got the footy, when they hit the line. So, um, yeah, I just, just and I think the, the marker defence, a lot of that stems from your your A's and your B's, which is the your first two defenders either side of the ruck. They got to They got to um, um, probably lead your line speed, you know, so they need to get your, your speed going, you know, and Andrew McCullough's pretty good at that, uh, but I think just some of the bigger blokes struggle to get off their line uh, defensively, um, so, which is a bit of a... Oh, I mean, that's you know, a fatigue issue sometimes, uh, and every team gets a roll-on at some stage of the game. There's no doubt about that. You can't, you can't avoid that, but it's how you respond to that. You need to make a really good tackle, get up under the ball, get a bloke down on his back, a nice, slow play the ball. Get your numbers right, then everyone can number up properly. Uh, and then you get a bit of a breather. It's amazing what a just a four or five-second extra uh, breather uh, gives you uh, a little bit of a rest and you can get your line speed going again. So, But, yeah, it's, it's easy sitting on the couch, mate. <laughs> but, very, uh, very easy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, very disappointing, mate. You know, 30-odd... You know, 48-point uh, score to get against them, uh, you know, 30 points difference in, in the game. So, yeah, a bit
1: disappointing. Yeah, and to the Dragons' credit, they really targeted Milford and Nicarima. Nicarima especially on the line, you know, they get a quick play the ball and just Tarek Sims running a hard line. It's it's hard to stop that if you can isolate that defender like Nicarima.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. that's what they do. They, they, everyone does that to the halves. Uh, you know, so are half and your five, eight, and they they all trying to get there because they think they're going to get a. Quick, the worst thing that can happen is they get a quick play the ball, because uh, the the back railer, uh or your bigger bigger forwards uh, normally get on the on, onto their front, which onto their chest, and they get a quick play the ball, and they can play off the back of that. That's what they're normally doing when they're targeting in the half. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're yeah, disappointing, but uh, I mean. Um, they're so, they're so promising an attack, you know, the Bronx. They, they, they can score points, you know. What I mean, I, they get a bit of back-to-back sets and, and things like that, and they get a bit of momentum. Even you've seen that second half, middle of the second half, they, they look like they've got to score a few more tries, you know. What I mean, so But, yeah, defence is the, the key, and we we know that the, normally nine times out of ten, the best defensive uh, teams win the competition. So, well, that's something they need to work on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's strange too because Wayne Bennett is a defensive coach. That's sort of what he prides himself on. And, and, and you know, you go back to that 2015 Broncos team and they were a very good defensive unit. Um, and yeah. then they'd counter attack... Um, I, I looked at Matt Lodge yesterday, who's who's very good carrying the ball, but lateral movement, he struggles. Yeah. I just think they went yeah. too big this year. Almost they've got, you know, they've got some really big units, and I, and I think we sh- it showed there with Offa going off early. He's got a lot of mobility. I just wonder next yeah. year if maybe it's time if Jack Bird gets some fitness and confidence, and he could be there. Victor Radley, Cam Murray type player, like in like you know, yeah. or, or yourself back in the day, who's mobile can can you know can move on his feet and and laterally and shut down. Attack in the middle.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's a tough one um, because a couple of year ago they were saying they were a bit too small, weren't they? Yeah, you know mm. I mean. So,
1: but you've seen uh, that with Radley um, and, and Murray. That they're bloody awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there.
2: I mean, it's you know you need a little bit of size, but you can't have you know. Um, I you can't have too many big blokes in your forward pack that can't... Well, you can have big blokes as long as they can move, as you said, laterally, and they're they're good on their feet, you know what I mean? So that makes a difference. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's not too many uh, blokes the size of blokes like Jason Tomerale got the footwork he's got, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's... it's, Yeah, I don't know. And and it's off the subject. I'd love to see the the interchange come down a little bit again. So, yeah, um, and that, and that, that'll make that even, even more substantially, substantial to to your, your forward pack. You need a, a few folks that can really um, move around the field and, and play out him. I think Matt Gillett uh, was a loss in oh, that huge. regard because he, he's a really good defender and obviously really good in his feet and got good footwork when he runs the ball as well. So yeah, I think he's been a bit of a loss for
1: him. Overall, uh, I'm sort of on the fence a bit with this. What do you think? Is this season? Um, a fair result for the Broncos going out in finals week one an underachievement or an overachievement
2: I don't think it's an overachievement Um, yeah uh, I I mean to make the um, they just scraped into the eight didn't they really to be honest Mm. so um, I think with the um, the side they got um, yeah it's probably you know it's probably a pass mark isn't it you know what I mean so and then you look at when you you look at the Cowboys and, and you know Parramatta, well mate, they are way underachieved by a huge margin, haven't they? You know, I
1: mean, so uh, yeah, it's, to uh, me you know, you that's right. Get... It's like a C or a C minus if you're doing a grade to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a, I got a few C's when I went to school.
1: Oh, I got a lot of D's. Um, <laughs> and because uh, the thing is, it's like they did have injuries. No, Gillard. Uh, yeah, Alex yeah. Glenn out. Alex Glenn yeah. helps a lot too. Um, yeah. And so, you know, Jaden Sewer, he was coming along really well. So they, they missed a lot. And, and then they developed, I think they've done a pretty good job this year that they haven't in previous seasons of developing talent for feeder. Stags, yeah. Pangai Jr.'s come along. Um,
2: yeah, I think they've, obviously, they've, you know, Alex Glenn and uh, Matt Gillett, you know, they're, they're hardcore on the, on the on the edges and they're there every week. They do their job. Uh, you know, play 80 minutes, you know what I mean, so that's, that's that, that two, those two blokes have been a loss, especially Matt Gillett, you know what I mean, he's, one, he's been one of the best back rowers in the comp for a number of years now, hasn't he, you know what I mean, so Gillo um, uh, brings a lot to that team, so I mean, those blokes, those younger blokes who've got to start this year, see, there's always a positive in something, so they probably wouldn't have got as much game time if those two were fit all year, Yeah. Um, you know, So they've got a bit of more development in their game, which they wouldn't have had if those two blokes were fit. So mate, you'd think they'd be better players for that for next year.
1: And just finally on the Broncos, we saw a vision of Andrew G in the box alongside Wayne Bennett last night. Um, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I know the club was unaware and they're not happy today, the Broncos officials, because they were unaware he was going to be in the box. But it's not like Andrew G is formally banned. Uh, the way it worked out is that when he left the club, he resigned before, just before the NRL's investigation to uh, ledge salary cap breaches started. So they couldn't interview him. And they basically said in the wash-up of all that that they were very annoyed that... Andrew G refused to be interviewed and if he wanted to have any role in the NRL again he would have to reapply for registration but it's not like he's formally banned and he is a good friend of Wayne Bennett so look I thought I it was a terrible look um, but at the same time you know as Wayne said after the game he isn't banned if if Wayne wants to bring him into the box he can do that but I just think that's yeah. a poor look for for Wayne and actually I think it's it's not it's not a great look for Andrew G either.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, right. I see I, I, I kind of don't see it that way. I mean, I, you know, I'm a bit biased. You know, uh played a lot of footy with Andrew, and I know he's just a quality bloke, a uh, champion fella. So, I mean, I haven't got into the nitty-gritty of all the, uh, you know, all the claims, you know, what, what went on there. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see it being a problem. I mean, I've seen uh, he's not a, um, uh, you know, a convicted criminal or anything like that. You know, I mean, some, some, some um, clubs have had those type of blokes in their boxes before. But, um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plenty of times. Uh, anyway, but um, yeah, I, I don't see an issue with it, mate. He's, you know, he's not involved with the club uh, at the moment. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of when Trent Robinson brought that uh, his brother, who was. Um, Allegedly involved in some of the drama in the AFL with regards to uh, doping, etc. He yeah, uh, brought yeah, his brother yeah. into the box, and there yeah. was uh, yeah,
2: right. It... It's just not a good look for that if, if they do things like that. But yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Andrew's a you know quality fella, and you know he's a good bloke, and he's got a, a lot of history at the Broncos. So yeah, I, I don't have a drama with it. But if they've been charged with something, that's a different story. You know what I mean? So.
1: And and look, we can't get into it, but we all know there's a lot more to that story than meets the eye. There's a lot there's a lot more to that story. So it'll never come out, unfortunately. Oh uh, well, that's life. <laughs>
0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Gilly, what team stood out to you, the other other teams? Um, We had the Rabbitohs and Storm on on Friday night, uh, the Storm winning that. Then you had the Sharks and the Roosters, Penrith and Warriors. What was the team that stood out to you that really, you know, sounded the alarm?
2: Well, that was it. That was a crack of a game, wasn't it? The Storm and South. So I really loved that game. I thought it was a really quality game. Mate, the team that I over the weekend that has kind of uh, surprised me and uh, not not surprised me, but they've got plenty of talent there anyway. But um, the Panthers. You know, what I mean, um, if you're saying. You know, the Roosters won, we you know that uh, we thought they might beat the Sharks. You know, we, we, you know it was another quality game, no doubt about that. Uh, but yeah, you know, the Panthers are a bit of a throwing a bit of a spanner in the works, I reckon. Yeah, you know, James Maloney, I mean uh, he's just a he's just a out now out, um, semi final final type uh, player, isn't he? He's just a yeah. big game player. We saw that on the it weekend, is,
1: Cronk as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. even and you know those those guys just rise to the occasion. Whereas you saw the inexperience with Milford and and, and Yeah,
2: but again, as we said about the forward packs, you know, I mean, mm. obviously, you know, the Roosters forward pack got over the top of the, the Sharks forward pack, you know, and same with the Panthers. You know, the Warriors are a bit disappointing for mine, but you know, the Panthers uh, really got over the top of them. And I mean, did you see Maloney get whacked by Isaac Luke? Oh. You know, and. Oh, it was a pearl, wasn't it? And,
1: oh
0: yeah. Uh, and uh,
2: yeah, you just got I, you got to give it to him. I've got, I had a bit to do with him in the last couple of years in the Australian side. Uh, James Wainey, and he's a footy player, mate. Um, you know, I, I just love the way he competes. He's a pain. He's a he's a, <laughs> a dead set pain in the backside, mate. But he's a competitor. You know, and so he's. Um, he's just annoying, but he's just one of those. He's another bike who wants to win bad He's a bit like, uh, honestly, JT in that regard, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of surprised me a bit in uh, paddles because everyone was kind of we know the dramas that went on there. Um, they've got some really talented you know, young players there, um, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, uh, Maloney just gives, you know, steers them around the, the park and. You know, the, you know, the likes of Peachy and, and those blokes and just can play off the back of, of their forward pack because their forward pack's a little bit, uh, you know, there's some unsung heroes in that forward pack as well. Obviously, uh, some of those blokes have played a fair bit of footy, you know what I mean, uh, and representative football as well. So um, Regan Campbell-Gillard, uh, you know, he, he's he's starting to find some form again now as well. So, yeah, but that could be a smoking now,
1: can't it? Yeah, well, as you know, uh, I thought the the Warriors would get to the grand final, but jeez, they were disappointing. <clears throat> they just didn't really show up. They they yeah. were actually in control of the game there. I think they were leading by 10 points early, and then an Isaac Luke kick out on the full, then RTS goes down about 10 minutes later and it was all over, yeah. basically. The
2: thing that's thing that took st- at uh, uh that out to me, or stood out to me, I should say. Uh spread it out that uh is a couple of bad injuries too over the weekend. Mm. You know, what I mean? so Obviously, Wade Graham massive loss to the Sharks. I think that I think the Sharks are gone without him. To be yeah. honest, um, such a good know, footy that, player. No, nah, it's right. You know, obviously, um, uh, Jack debellum limped off as well. Um, with that Charlie, well, he'd be gone, wouldn't you? You
1: think? Yeah, you know, he's 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 done man. for the year. That's that's official.
2: Yeah. So um, so that's. Do you think James Graham? Uh, you got that bad head headlock, he, you think he might come back.
1: Um, oh, so. they won't be able to keep him off the park. <laughs> no, <laughs> Could you imagine no, telling him it, not yeah. to play because of well, a HIR? Yeah, yeah.
2: He'll, he'll have the doctor in the headlock so, uh, to get out in the field. So, yeah, yeah. So a couple of bad injuries there, would not they? You know what I mean? So uh, Latrell Mitchell with that um, charge as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's a couple of... I think the Storm would be that happy they've got a week off. Um... They've had a few blokes injured as well, Um, so they've had a couple of blokes coming back uh, as well. So how good did uh, Cameron Munster play to as well?
1: Oh, sensational. uh, Looking at week one, I I can't see... uh, There was no better two teams to me than the Storm and the Rabbitohs. Um, Sam Burgess had probably his worst game ever. Yeah, he did. And they still only lost by one point.
2: His hands let him down, didn't they? Yeah, know? but so. what
1: about Felice Cafusi? Oh, I didn't realise he had that in him. You've had a fair bit to do with him yeah. um, at Origin level. I, I didn't realise he had that aggression. Oh, yeah. He's,
2: yeah, he, he's, uh, he doesn't talk it up or anything. He just goes about his job and, um, yeah, know, he's come, I think, playing Origin again this year, uh, he's his is up a little bit more. Um, so he's, he, he knows he belongs, you know, in, that, in the Origin and, and uh, Arena and the semi-final footy. So, yeah, I think he's, yeah, mate, he's a big plus uh, for the Storm. Um, as I said before, uh, Cameron Munster, you know, he's just, he's gone to another level too, hasn't he, after playing the whole three games in Origin uh, this year. So, uh, yeah, that they, they could be a... Could be a good thing for. I know oh it is a good thing for the Storm to have the the weekend off. You know, I think the Roosters obviously getting the weekend off as well. But that probably helps them as well. So.
1: Um, yeah, yeah well, I can't see them happen. having Mitchell for the prelim. Uh, the way it works out, this, uh, the Roosters are probably going to challenge because even yeah. if he gets found, even if they're challenging and he gets found guilty, he still only misses a week. So you might as well give it a crack. But I don't oh, see definitely. how he gets off. How we yeah, get uh, off that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, he's got a. He's done it a couple of times. Similar tackles like that. Um, it's the seatbelt so, yeah, tackle, you know.
1: isn't it? I mean, that's the thing. Uh, no one. I don't think clubs are teaching them to to do crashes, nah. but they are teaching them to nah. hold up in a seatbelt fashion with your arms sort of latched around the back over over yeah. the torso, and that that can lead to to damage.
2: When you push your chest against their like against their back, and then their necks pinned in there as well. I mean. Um, you, you 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 know it's there, so you just got to release, you know, release the bloke and let his head go down onto the ground, and then just take him to the ground a bit slower. So it's all about getting time. So you get another one, you know, two, three seconds if you hold them up and then pull him down to the ground slowly. But you just got to release him, right? You know, so and he's he's got that good aggression in him, but he just got it. He's got to know how to use it uh, a bit better than what he's doing at the moment defensively.
1: Well, let's just finally get your tips for this week, Gilly. Um, you got Penrith up against the Sharks. How do you see that going?
2: Well, as I said, uh, way Graham missing for the Sharkies. Um, yeah, I think that's a massive loss uh, as well. So uh, I'm going to tip, I don't know who the favourites are, probably the Sharks might be the favourites. I'm going to tip the Panthers to win that game.
1: Yeah, I actually will we'll do the same, um, and and I think though I think that helps the Storm. I, I could see the Sharks have that niggling game that frustrates a team like the Storm, but uh, I couldn't see the Panthers the week later beating them. Um, the other game is uh, absolute cracker. First time in thirty four years the Rabbitohs have faced the Dragons in the finals, which is pretty unbelievable. Um, how do you see that going?
2: Yeah, uh, I think the um, I think the Dragons are bit sore and sorry, you know, uh, South's got a little bit more time to recover as well. I think that's going to play a, a part. So, yeah, uh, uh, with about, you think... to Bellin's, Bellin's touch and go too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to lean towards South on that one.
1: Yeah, so, and then that's that will set it up for the prelim of South's roosters, um, which will be sensational.
2: Oh, yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a cracker if that comes off. So, yeah, I mean, really, really... I mean... I, uh, the game yesterday probably was the the game that probably was a lesser of the of the weekend. But I mean, the other the other two games were fantastic. You know, so I'm really look, looking forward to what happens this weekend, mate.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for your time again, Gilly. Cheers, buddy.